2: Righteousness and justice are the foundation of Israel. I hate the work of those who follow it.
0: With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an out. instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your
2: are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish.
3: And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to use on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us uh, this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. You'll see two videos at the top of the screen. Um, You guys on the video platforms, you know the drill. This is uh, sometimes that right video shows up right and sometimes it doesn't <laughs> my browser so <clears throat> anyway the one on the left is Bradley show from Saturday so if you missed it that's two hours worth of Bradley Dean you can uh, catch that and uh, that'll be that'll be changing at three o'clock today let me just say I never know now so Bradley may be live today and he may have an educational video in any case you can find it right there on the left side of the page on the right side of the page is where we're at click on the play button blow it up whatever device you got Rumble icon, bottom right hand corner. Click on that and join us in the chat. We've got a few friends over there, uh, as well as on beforeit'snews.com. We're streaming live over there. The Rumble channel is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. A number of Facebook pages that bear my name, Tim Brown, that you can find. Also, um, The Real Tim Brown at Twitch and The Real Tim Brow. Leave off the end, add a two there on Twitter if you want to pick that up. For whatever that's worth, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for a newsletter that goes out between seven and eight PM each day. And uh, if you want that, then uh, you get the articles for the day that we have. And we appreciate your support in that because, as you know, the censorship is still heavy. Doesn't matter that Kanye bought Parlor, Doesn't matter that uh, Elon's doing his thing with Twitter. Doesn't matter any of that. The censorship is, censorship is still going on. I, I've gotten, I think, three emails from Twitter. Were they? They they suspended my account, I don't know, months ago over my interview with Brian Artis, which I understand he's come out and said, you know, my theory was wrong. Uh, I don't know the details of that because I haven't watched the interview yet, but I, I do understand he says, my you know, he acknowledged that it was wrong. Good for him. That's I, I think that's, isn't that how the real science is supposed to work anyway? We put the, you put the theory out there, you test it, you see if it's good, you see if it's right, you have indications that you think is right, and if it's proven wrong, then you acknowledge that and you look to something else. Good for him. I wish Fauci and company would do stuff like that, but they don't because they are involved in pseudoscience. They're involved in sorcery. Okay? Also, media.com, if you want to help us out and you would like to uh, support us and keep us out there, there's a one-time donate button at the top of the page, media.com. And also, you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, guys, we really do appreciate you. And I put that out to get it all out of the way. I hate talking about money and stuff. I just hate it, unless we're going to talk about it from the biblical perspective. And the reason I do is there's been so many of these televangelists, these false teachers that have come out, and all they do is have their hand out for money. That is all they do. Send us this, and we'll send you this prayer scarf, or this prayer rug, or, you know, God will bless you, and blah, 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 blah. While they're walking around in these, I don't know, how many, how many hundreds, thousands of dollars expensive suits, wanting jets, uh, fancy cars, houses, and all this stuff. I just... I think it gets in the way of what the message is, and it seems very clear to that. So, I can speak, and I can tell you from behind the scenes talks that Bradley and I, neither one of us, like to even mention money. We would like to not say, bring up donations or anything. We would love that there was enough there to where we never had to bring it up. It was just enough to do it. But we just let you know if you want to, if you want to help us, you can help us. Okay. All right. So, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Let me share a couple of things with you. Headlines that we've got. <clears throat> Look across the Potomac River. If you didn't get this from yesterday, uh, this is Bradley's latest article. Look across the Potomac River from Arlington Seminary. What did I see? Something seriously wrong here. Uh, you can check that out at sunzelbridmedia.com of, of course our show yesterday i didn't get it up till yesterday late yesterday actually our show from saturday with kate shimrani and dr neil mccrae by the way robin thank you for your input i appreciate your honesty you said you're a little dominant there we were on for 2 hours but uh i try to take that into account because i'm not wanting to uh, be one that you know if we have guests on that i'm kind of overriding them i i did feel a lot of uh, the spirit of god to 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 say some things i really did Um, and and to drive home some points that were made, because they were these guys, Kate and Neil, uh, have really been on the front lines there in England. So, uh, yeah, you can check that out. But thank you, Robin, for your comment. Uh, I want to just say thank you for that. Also, Biden sends Gitmo, who plotted to smuggle nukes into U.S. back to Pakistan. What's funny is in that is that the media's highlighted they're getting rid of the oldest guy in Gitmo. Now, look, I understand the difference between when you're in a war with somebody, and you take a prisoner of war. That's one thing. What disturbs me about what was going on there at Gitmo that we heard was some of the torture techniques and stuff. Um, I just, you know what? i You can say what you want. Ron Paul was right. Go back, look up Ron Paul in 2012 when he's talking about the torture techniques. And there were people booing him over that and stuff. And I'm telling you right now, he was right on. He was talking about how it would desensitize us. And you know what? It's being used on Americans, too. Yep. It's being used on Americans, too. Don't think it's not. And you cheer it on because you're scared. Those of you, I'm not saying people who normally listen to the show are, but there are some of you who do. You'll buy into whatever the guy in the White House will tell you or the the, uh, bought and paid for pimps, for big pharma and other things there in our house and our Senate, whatever they tell you. We're gonna talk about this one today. Has Florida become top US state for medical kidnapping and child trafficking? It has. Under Ron DeSantis, by the way, the guy being set up to, to run for the White House. Okay. And in fact, we're gonna get into that because there's a lawsuit against. Oh Tim, you're just you're just like the mainstream media. This is a real story a real lawsuit. It's not one person. It's now up to, I don't know, 22 different families or something like that that are suing the state of Florida, including DeSantis. And I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. The reason that I know that Ron DeSantis is a bad cookie is because of what I did in my reporting in Lee County. I can tell you this guy is corrupt. He is owned I mean, what do you say about a guy who goes to Israel to look at the wall they built? He's not even a border state guy. And what does he do? Does he deal with illegal aliens in the way he's supposed to? Nope. He ships them off to somewhere else so they can. It's like money laundering, except it's illegal alien laundering. He ships them off to Martha's Vineyard. He's right in there with Greg Abbott, Abbott, and the people out there think, Oh, see, they showed the hypocrisy. Okay, they showed the hypocrisy. The crime's still going on. What they should have known was brought justice in the matter, not shown the hypocrisy. It's not their job to show the hypocrisy. As the governors of the state, they have the same duty as the federal officer, the president, to enforce the law. That's what they have to do. Well, Tim, they're state guys. They can't enforce the law. Well, then they, they're supposed to hold those guys until the other guys do. Now, I'm going to tell you, I find it ironic That it took the federal government almost a hundred years to figure out, oh, we have authority over immigration. Now, they do in the Constitution to write naturalization laws. No question about that. That's Article 1. That's clearly in there about naturalization. But again, where were these people becoming citizens before the 13th, 14th Amendments? They were becoming citizens of their own states. Again, we can have that conversation about citizens. We had that with Katie from Michigan, and I think it was a great question she asked. Do we want to be a citizen of anything other than heaven? Which is what the Scripture says that those of us who are believers in Jesus Christ are. So with that said, one more I want to hit here. um, Actually, two, because I'm going to lead into a video here. Um, The Atlantic, now this is from the 1950s, actually. A limited eugenics program is warranted. This is the Atlantic, the, the, the... Publication, largely socialist, communist. But occasionally they do put out some good stuff. Occasionally they do. But but here's the thing. A limited eugenics program is warranted. In the land of the free, what business does eugenics have in America? Well, it has no business here. These are criminals advancing a criminal mindset. Nowhere has our creator said that we're to engage in eugenics. Nowhere. And then finally, this one. Watch for these five red flags in Pennsylvania's elections this year. Now, I um, you know, as some of you know, my son and I, and I do it, you know, I've done it with several of the kids, I made up these sites so that we could, um, uh, you know, they could make a little money, they could learn a little responsibility. And I didn't uh, I didn't pull this up, so I'm doing this sort of on the fly. Um, but we made up this, one of the sites we made up for the kids, so they could post some stuff, they could have as responsibility, is GunsInTheNews.com. And uh, I, you know, I don't like to make it political in the sense of, you can see, you have people commenting on certain people, running for office and what they say. So largely, I don't do that. But over the weekend, we did that with several of um, uh, of the of the people who are running for governor and such in their respective states. And for what it's worth, it's it's talk as far as I'm concerned. You've got to show what you're doing here. you got to show what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to touch on that in just a minute, Mr. Wordsworth. I really am. Um, these are some of the things. This is the Michigan Governor Mansion uh, Prime to Flip Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? By the way, we've got a video of that, and I'll show you that and just bear with some of the language because it's the, you know, FJB thing uh, where Obama can't control that. We also got the one up in New York, and then there was several others. Uh, Washington State, if you haven't seen that, the one obviously in Pennsylvania, that made big news this week, Uh, and then also uh, in Florida... Uh, It also was taking place. And so some of these things are there. but, But the whole point is about these guys' policies. I have a question for you. What should be any governor's policy when he's in office regarding the Second Amendment, regarding gun ownership, the right to keep and bear arms? What should be his policy? I'm going to ignore all your laws that you've written. This is Tim Brown here. Yeah, I'm a redneck. I get it. But what does the Second Amendment say? The right to keep and bear arm, whether it's concealed, whether it's revealed, whether it's a shotgun, whether it's a cutoff shotgun, whether it's an assault weapon, whether it's a semi-automatic weapon, rifle, pistol, a bazooka, whatever it is, shall not be infringed let me ask you a question why is there why are there quote unquote laws that are written to regulate weapons of any kind arms that's what it is that's what this that's what the, uh, the 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 second amendment was for arms arms is anything that can be an extension of the person that could be that you're extending your hand to run a joystick to fly an F14 F-18, whatever, F-35. That is an arm to you. Same thing with a ship or warship. Same thing with any kind of weapon, whether it's a knife, a folding blade, whether it's a straight blade, whether it's a sword. Or well, damn, people are scared. Well, people need to quit being a bunch of scaredy pants. And they need to arm themselves. If they're scared, arm themselves. Trust me. An armed society is a polite society. If you don't believe me, head up to Lobby Day one day in Virginia. Just go up there. You don't even have to carry an arm. Just go up there. You will see tens of thousands of patriots in the state of Virginia and coming outside of Virginia who are fully armed, elbow to elbow, bumping into each other, and you have never seen any more polite people in your life. However, with that said, you will also find people who disconnect from that in order to go hear the speakers on the Second Amendment. They will disarm to go hear them. I can tell you from experience when me and my boys went up there a couple of years ago to report on that. And you've got all the Second Amendment guys talking on the lawn of the governor's mansion, or whatever. whatever. I don't know even the layout there of Virginia for what that is. I'm thinking that was the governor's mansion. And before they could go in, they had to disarm they got state troopers there disarming the people. Why are you doing that? Because you're fearful that one of these patriots who actually holds to principles, not a Black Lives Matter or an Antifa person, they actually hold to principles that say, you know what, we're not going to use our arms unless we're using them defensively. They're going to disarm them. That's that's a real problem. It's a real problem, and you got to get out of that mindset. But anyway, there are those things. Now, I, what I want to do is I want to transition over to a couple of things. This first one you guys may have seen, and then we're going to get on to the issue of Florida and this uh, medical kidnapping uh, that's, that's been taking place. And there's a big lawsuit about it. I think, like I said, I think there's at least 18 families. I think it was, there was a few at first, and then, which we reported on back in June. Now there's 18 families that's come on. I think that's how that worked. There was a lot of numbers there. So there's a lot of families, almost two dozen, that have come out, and they're now suing the state of Florida, including Ron DeSantis, Over that, but here's something that came from Fox Ten. Now, I'm going to tell you this is just my perception. Lady Carrie Lake, she's running for governor out there. She's a sharp lady. There's no question about that. Very sharp. I mean, she's she's on her toes in her responses. I don't see them scripted. Um, She's just very sharp. Now, she's out of the Mockingbird media. Uh, I I, got to tell you though, I give pause. Um, due to some of the texts that we had early on where she was good friends with this um, drag queen guy. And when she looked to start running for governor, she just cut that person off, and the guy went out with it. He says, look, we were we were friends and stuff, and she's just cut me off. Well, I mean, you call the person to repentance, yeah, but it's just that reaction. It's the response. I kind of go, you've been doing this for how long, and now you're going to run for office, and you're going to cut it off? You got to be careful with people like that. But she's she's a sharp cookie, no question about it. This is her former station, Fox Ten. Fox Ten News.
0: And a new report reveals, reveals what they the most expensive cities Here's to rent in, and here. several places in Arizona made the cut, according to rental site Zumper. The median Notice one bedroom did. apartment in the Big Apple goes now, for more than thirty. Many of
3: you who are listening, you're like I said, you're an informed audience. I'm not like in many cases bringing you something that you don't know. We're just trying to draw it back to the Constitution or to the Bible, okay? But here it is. Now, in the midst of this, they're talking about the most expensive cities to rent, New York being top, Scottsdale, Arizona being number 15, and Gilbert being number 24. You, They, they went ahead. This is 12 days before the uh, uh, the the voting, okay? 53% are shown for Katie Hobbs. 47 Carry Lake. Now, you're seeing this. I want to ask you something. With what you saw, many of you look. I'm not even telling you there was voter fraud. I'm asking. I'm saying from the majority of you, you know there was voter fraud, and you say it. You post it on social media. You come in the chat and you put it in. And I tend to agree with you. And in 2020. So my question is. How's that red wave going to work there if they're cheating this bad? If, they're, if They've been doing this for years, by the way. that We've shown this before, where they will flash up something that shows a number long before, and then they'll come back and they'll go, oh, we were just testing the system. Yes, sure you were. Sure you were. Why didn't you tell people when you flashed it in there? You're trying to put it in their mind that this person's going to win. You're planting something in their subconscious that they're going to get it, so that when you tell them this, they'll take it. This is called that predictive programming, right? This is we, we've had this before. There's another one here. Um, uh, I think I'm probably want to wait on this because this is a long, this is a longer video. But I do want you guys to see uh, this guy here from Kenya um, and speaking to, to CNN. In fact, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play it. Here's the guy. He's being interviewed by CNN, and I want you to hear what he has to say, because I think it's probably pretty clear he caught them off guard. Check it out.
2: What is your message well,
3: to Western human rights groups? Uh-oh. to OAs. Hold on. What is your okay, message? Okay, so we missed the first part must- of
2: it.
1: I don't know why. If we are wrong, we shall find out by ourselves. Just the way we don't interfere with the OAs. Mm.
2: Do you personally
1: dislike homosexuals? Of course. They are disgusting. Amen. What, what 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 sort of people are they? How can you go? Uh, I, I don't. I never knew what they were doing. That's how I've been told recently that uh, what they do is terrible, disgusting. But I was I was ready to ignore that if there was proof
2: that that's how he's born abnormal. But now the proof is not there. This is Ugandan President Yoweri Museveni. And what he just said in this interview sounds absolutely shocking to our Western ears. Of course, they are disgusting. It would be considered an unforgivable offense in Western culture to call homosexuals disgusting. In fact, CNN was so offended by Uganda's policy concerning homosexuality that it created a video titled, Uganda's Climate of Gay Hate.
0: Homophobia in this deeply conservative Christian nation is rabid. But in
2: Africa, this kind of shocking language concerning homosexuality is not limited to Uganda and Museveni. Listen to another interview that CNN did with another African leader.
3: So is your aim to eradicate homosexuality completely by forcing people to stay silent or face a prison
1: sentence? Well, the aim is to make sure that we do uh, protect the institution of marriage and uh, stopping the promotion of uh, homosexuality in, in our country. Amen. If in the process that is achieved... Uh, That would be good for our society.
3: That homosexuality be eradicated from society? That would be good for
1: our society.
3: Do you respect other religions, an individual's right to practice another religion other than
1: Christianity? Yes. So why can't you respect another individual's?
3: Because Because it's a violation of law, lady.
1: Well, I don't think that uh, homosexuality is a human right.
3: And listen to
2: what Zimbabwe President Robert Mugabe said in a speech at the United Nations General Assembly.
1: We equally reject attempts to prescribe new rights that are contrary to our values, norms, traditions, and beliefs. We are not gays
2: and listen to what Kenya president Uhuru Kenyatta said in an interview with CNN. One of the major issues, and it's a holdover from sort of colonial Victorian, is the issue of sexual preference in many African countries. In Kenya, to be gay, the LGBT community is, is illegal. They just want to have equal rights, the same privacy- They have as equal all rights, lady. Do. Is that something that you aspire to for your country?
1: I want to be very clear. Uh, uh, Christiana. Uh, there is. I will not engage in a subject that is of no, it, uh, it, it is not of any major importance to the people and the Republic of Kenya. This is not an issue, as you would want to put it, of um, human rights. This. this is an issue of society, of our own base as a culture, as a people. Regardless of which community you come from, this is not acceptable. This is not agreeable. This is not about Uhuru Kenyatta saying yes or no. This is an issue that the people of Kenya themselves, who have bestowed upon themselves a constitution, right, after several years, have clearly stated that this is not a subject that they are willing to engage in mm. yeah, at this time and moment. In years to come, possibly long after I'm president, who knows, maybe our society will have reached a stage where those are issues that people are willing freely and open to discuss. I have to be honest with you, and that is the position that we have always maintained. Those are the laws that we have, and those are laws that are 100% supported by 99% of the Kenyan people, irregardless of where they come from. So mm. I, I it's well, a very
2: you're gonna get yourself into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> because what you've categorically just stated is Could that you've just spoken this against this my daddy's for us, for the Kenyan people, yes. and you don't think that the idea of their privacy, their equality, their rights Christian, is important. This
3: is, uh, but
2: it's a global it's, issue right now.
3: It's no, it's I'm over Kenya. That's what this guy is.
1: Where they are.
2: Why is it I am important to you that as president not of It is
1: important to me as the leader of 49 million Kenyans. And after, if you want to ask me my personal opinion. What is your personal after opinion? After I finish my process, I can talk about my personal opinion. But as the leader of the people of the Republic of Kenya, I, respe- I represent
3: that which our people
1: are desirous to be. I-
3: oh, you know, I I'm going to tell you the whoops the rest of this will be on the archive. So you can check it out. There's about half more to go here. The guy's exactly right. Why are we dealing with this stuff? And by the way, for you guys who who might feel the same, but you're going to continue to support Donald Trump because you think he's different than Joe Biden on this issue, th- th- realize that Donald Trump has has ha- he's he's given a place in his own Mar-a-Lago for the presentation of the sodomites. They're not gays. Don't use their terminology. That's how they've marketed themselves. Go back and look at what the term gay actually means. It meant happiness. It meant joy. It meant, you know, all of those kinds of things. It didn't mean guy A sticking thing A in guy B. It didn't mean that. It didn't mean the disgusting things that this guy's talking about. It didn't mean that at all. And this guy is holding to a biblical worldview in holding to that. And he says, we have a constitution. I'm going to do what the people have elected me to do. I'm going to uphold the law against this. Good for him. I wish there were American people. This guy is an example of what it means to be in a position of authority. At least on this issue. I can't speak about other things, but at least on this issue, he's exactly right. I wish there were Americans who did this, that, that you could vote for, might actually think about voting for them. But uh, in any case, yeah, check that out, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Now, here's what I want to do. Let's go over here, because we've talked about this before. Uh, we've talked about the medical kidnapping. We had uh, Diego, uh, what was his last name? I forget his last name right now. But you remember back earlier this year, we had Baby Cyrus. He was taken from his loving mother who wanted to simply make sure that he was fed properly. He had a, um, a condition that he, when he got to vomiting, it would just be a constant thing. But he was an otherwise healthy baby. And CPS, Child Protective Services, or whatever they called them out there, whatever, came in and did what they did. They came in. And they forcibly took him from his mother's arm and arrested his mother, arrested his father, arrested, I don't know if it was her friend or sister, arrested all of these people simply because they wanted to take care of their baby. And the state said, we know better. You saw this little tyrant police officer with all his little criminal thug buddies, their gang of blue, come in and take this baby from this girl, this woman. I call her a girl. I'm getting old, so when I call a, a girl, that's usually somebody under 30. <laughs> uh, just because everybody looks young to me. Came in and took it. We played the video here on the show. And she pled with the officer, just let me at least go with him. And then, Well, we can't do that because, you know, we have orders to follow. We're the gasapo, don't you know? Heil Hitler. And that's what he is. He'll never live that down. They took, they took the baby. And thank God, I know some people have said some bad things about the Bundys or whatever. The fact of the matter is Ammon Bundy and his crew got hundreds of people, we heard it out of Diego's own mouth, got hundreds of people every day to go down there and protest the CPS, the hospital where little baby Cyrus was taken. And guess what? I have never seen it so fast, such a fast reaction. Within 10 days, that little baby was returned to his family. And I'm going to tell you something. They probably learned something from that, of what to do when the tyrants come for the kids, because they're going to come for your kids too. They're going to come for mine. We are, we need. I've we've talked about this before. You better have the mindset to deal with them right there. That's all I'm going to say about it. Because if they take your kids and you don't have the support like Diego and his family had, they're going to keep your kids, and they're going to take away your parental rights. It's going to be illegal. It's going to be unlawful and everything else. It's a threat to your family. And you say, Tim, you're you're talking about doing some really bad things. Yeah, you know what? Let's just talk about that just for a second before we get into the lawsuit here. I want this to be the foundation. This is from Deuteronomy chapter 24 and verse 7. There's a context here as to how the law of God is being laid out. Her former husband, which she had sent away, may not take her again to be his wife. This is talking about a wife who's been divorced. Now she goes and marries another man. And when she does, if that guy dies or he puts her away, the former husband cannot take her uh, because she is considered defiled, for that is an abomination before the Lord. Okay? Okay. Thou shalt not cause the land to sin, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. And when a man hath taken a new wife, he shall not go out to war, neither shall be charged with any business. Is that being applied today in today's military? Just curious about that, fellas. No, it doesn't matter if you've been married a day or a year or 20 years. They will send you overseas and they'll keep you there. And maybe in some cases they hope you die or whatever the case may be. They have no thanks for you. They give you lip service of thanks. Pin the medals on you, get a show and a prompt and everything else. But it's a part of Marxism, too, is to destroy the family through the military. In many cases, it really is. But he shall be free at home one year and shall cheer up his wife, which he hath taken. No man shall take uh, the nether or the upper millstone to pledge, for he taketh the man's life to pledge. And then it says, right in the middle of this, these are different things of law here. If a man be found stealing any of his brethren of the children of Israel, and maketh merchandise of him, or selleth him, then that thief shall die, and thou shalt put evil away from among you. Well, Tim, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, because you're stealing a man's life. How much more so stealing a child from his family, a developing child who's supposed to be with his mom and dad, I'm not going to make any excuses. There is zero need for child protective services. If the men of the community and the men of the church of Jesus Christ cannot handle the issue, then it can't be handled because child protective services can't handle it either. We've been given the wisdom of God and how to deal with these things. And when CPS goes in and they violate the Fifth Amendment by Taking, liberty, property, which children, like it or not, I don't care if you like the terminology or not, children are your property. They're yours. They're given to you by God. They're a heritage from the Lord. Psalm 127, 128. And for you as a CPS worker to go and take them without going through due process, oh, we go through due process with the family court. That's not due process. That's administrative nonsense. That's your mafia to steal the kids. That's what it is. It's set up as though it's legal. It's not. I don't know anywhere in government, and I I don't know in the South Carolina Constitution where we gave the thugs in government, and that's what they become for large measure. I don't know where we gave the thugs in government. The people said it was okay, hey, yeah, if you go take people's kids. It used to be in the old days if a dad was abusive to the wife, if he was abusive to the kids, if any of this kind of stuff was going on, the men of the community caught that guy out where he was. They gave him a good tongue lashing. Then they gave him a good fist punching. And they told him to get his act together. Well, Tim, you're advocating violence. I'm advocating disciplining the guy who is sinning against his own family and God. That's what I'm advocating. That's what they used to do. But the Bible goes further than that. It said, if there's somebody who steals another person, a brethren of the children of Israel, and maketh merchandise of him, what is to happen to that person? They are a thief, and they shall die so that we put the evil away from us. And if you're a person in child protective services, and you're taking children without due process, you are a thief, You are a man-stealer. You are disrupting the home. And I get it. Sometimes there are families where there's real crimes being committed. Here's what you need to do. Start arresting those who you believe are guilty of crimes. Start taking them before a jury and let them see the evidence instead of hiding it away in family court where no jury will ever hear anything. Where where uh, Where you don't have to answer questions to the press, which you should have to answer. How about doing that? If it's on the up and up and if it's all in the clear, how about doing it the right way so that the people see it? But they don't. They don't. And they steal children. Now, with that said, we've got this, um, the, the ongoing thing here out of Florida. And again, I'm just going to flip over here real quickly. This was the report we did on the the lawsuit back in July. Okay. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, state of Florida, sued over medically kidnapping family's children. Now, Ron DeSantis has been put up to you as he's for liberty. Uh, He's for, you know, your rights for this and your rights for that. And he's the one who said, oh, I put down Common Core. We've shown that's a lie. We we know that he's tied in with a lot of these things that we're seeing that's actually anti-American. But people flood down there to Florida because they don't have any state income tax for the large measure. By the way, remember, he's a guy who still has, they still have on the books that if, you know, if they see a serious enough thing, they can force vaccinate you and your kids if that's what they need to do. And here's the lawsuit. Case number 2022, CV-222, complaint for declaratory and injunctive release or relief. Families A, B, C, and D on behalf of themselves and on behalf of all Florida families with minor children versus Ron DeSantis. Siobhan Harris, Joseph Ladapo, Patricia Armstrong, Dennis Moore. They should have probably threw in Ashley Moody in there for good measure. She's just as worthless as DeSantis is. Well, we had WPTV, and this was uh, the, the. Let me. Uh, here's what I want to do. I wanted to save time, just so I can give let this report come out, and you can see the families that are there. So you can check out the um, the report at sonslibertymedia.com. But here is, here is some of the families in this report from WPTV. Check it out. Well, tonight, a new lawsuit
1: has been filed against Florida's foster care system accusing state agencies of fabricating evidence, falsifying records, and secretly collaborating so people connected to the system could take children for themselves, even when the child's biological relatives want custody. Only Contact 5 investigator Katie LeGron is breaking the story on the new explosive accusations. And only Katie speaks to families behind the lawsuit who say the system's not only broken, but corrupt, using its power and influence, they say, to break families apart.
0: With a village of family members surrounding them. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's so much. Tanai and Rodney Williams are, for the first time publicly, sharing what they describe no loving parent should ever have to. They called us abusers, and they just took us from earth. Detailing first in a lawsuit and now to us why they say the system created to protect families not only failed them, but distorted the truth to steal their daughter away. I don't know anything about her, what her favorite color is, her favorite show on TV. I don't know anything. The Williams are among four Florida families now suing the governor and leaders of Florida's Department of Children and Families and other state foster care organizations, accusing the organizations of fabricating evidence, hiding and withholding key information, and ignoring state and federal family laws so they could snatch children from their biological families and then adopt them out to system-connected strangers seeking children of their own. It's been four years and three months. For the Williams, it started in 2017 when their then 12-week-old daughter showed signs of leg pain. Mom took her to the ER. According to court records, x-rays revealed a fractured femur and other fractures in various stages of healing. Despite the baby's traumatic birth, which included a broken clavicle and bruising documented by her pediatrician, a nurse suspected abuse. Mom and dad were investigated by police. Case closed, no criminal charges, according to the 106 page complaint filed Wednesday in a federal district court in Tallahassee. All
3: right, I'm going to pause it just a second. We'll play the rest of it. Do you hear what happened? They suspect abuse, but they don't bring criminal charges. Why do they not bring criminal charges? Because then it has to go before a jury of their peers to determine and hear all the facts, not just what CPS tells a family court judge. You see what's going on, and there's a lot of money at stake here because if they can take parental rights, especially minority children, they can take and they can adopt them out and they make thousands of dollars off that adoption. Okay? So you say, Well, well, they got broken up. Okay. There might be an explanation for that, but the fact of the matter is, if if you believe there's child abuse, should the parents not have been arrested and charged, if that's what you actually think? Why sweep it under the rug and just let CPS have all the quiet and immunity that they have? I'm telling you, this is a dangerous thing. It really is.
0: Still, the suit says DCF removed the baby and her brother from the home these young parents eventually stripped of their parental rights. It broke us, it changed us. It's just like it's always gonna be a part of us missing until she comes home, honestly. You ruined my life. While the couple denies they abused their children and are fighting to get their parental rights restored, their relatives say the system also broke them by depriving the family of their rights to take custody of the baby. Bypassing state and federal laws that require foster care systems seek out relatives before placing children with non-relative strangers.
1: Ready we passed all the home studies, I mean they dug in our background, i was talking about, I've been in the military, Backward, and you. the background checks that we went through mm-hmm. were just a-
0: Yet these grandparents say they were ultimately disqualified from adopting their granddaughter. They came up with so many different excuses. I am retired military, worked for the city of New York, college degree. There was nothing wrong with me having my granddaughter. This biological grandmother says at one point caseworkers falsely claimed she abused her own son years earlier and was even listed on the abuse registry as a child abuser. He was 18
2: years old at the time.
0: All lies, she says. I felt like it was
2: a conspiracy.
0: And part of a bigger intent described in this lawsuit as unlawful internal diversion, to let operators of the system essentially have their choice of children placed into the state's custody. Why would they do it? Lee Crutch is the baby's biological great aunt. Because they've been doing it for so long, and they never expected to get caught. In the Williams case, their daughter was fostered out to this family, the father, a board member at the time for the same contracted foster agency that fought to terminate the parents' rights. Felt like it was a setup. I can't even describe the pain that we experienced as a a family. Judy Miller says it happened to her family too, nearly three years ago. She moved to Florida from Illinois to care for her granddaughter after her daughter and son-in-law's parental rights were terminated. While the parents denied they did anything wrong, Miller says she was one of eight relatives ready, willing and able to take custody, but rejected. They did two home studies and they both were approved. According to this lawsuit, Miller's bond with her daughter was too close. So instead of family, her grandbaby was placed with a stranger system connected the complaint states
1: you can't write off the whole family
0: same for this family whose daughter won't grow up with her half sister because dcf against committee recommendations to keep the baby with family instead placed her with a non-relative foster system connected she was a pretty little blonde hair blue-eyed baby of course they wanted her. It's happening all over Florida. So and this is much bigger than these four families? It's much bigger. Octavia Brown is part of the team of attorneys behind this complaint. This is alleging kidnapping within the system. What else do you call? Hello? Brown is also an insider, a former attorney for DCF and other groups within Florida's foster care system. If there is someone who is connected to the system and they see a child that they want, they are going to get the child. While she believes the system overall protects children from abuse, she explains how staff who collaborate to deliberately keep a child from being placed with relatives can get away with it. This system is so bogged down. When they come in with these false stories or they come in with fa- false allegations of caregivers having backgrounds, the judge is not going to say, "Oh, well, let me look at this home study. Oh, let me let me look at this." you know, a uh, criminal background check. Young parents and poor families are most vulnerable, she says. Because those families don't have the money to fight the bogus allegations. Today, the Williams are parents to a little boy, their older son placed with grandparents. What? While their only daughter remains gone, adopted three years ago by the same board member and his family who first took her in. In an email, the now former board member stated, I would certainly like to speak to you regarding our daughter. I'm sure you've heard several fabulous stories, which are not true. He never elaborated. His attorney wouldn't let him telling me custody cases are by law confidential and can't be publicly discussed oh. in response to this lawsuit a spokesperson from DCF told us in this email in part we work to exhaust all effort to find a relative or non-relative caregiver for children removed from biological parents huh. our goal is family preservation whenever possible
3: sure that's why you didn't give them to the relatives
0: but the Williams and the three other Florida families named in this lawsuit say that's not what happened to them now they're hoping the justice system can do what they believe the state's child welfare system went out of its way and against the law not to he's a black child raised in a white household and she's going to find out that she was stolen stolen from an excellent family the system is a lie
1: that's just what it is Mm.
0: A DCF spokesperson adds Florida is at an 18-year low when it comes to removing children from caregivers and says they have invested millions of dollars over the last three years to keep kids with family. As for this lawsuit, (laughs) next steps, responses from the state agencies. I'm Katie LeGron reporting.
3: Katie LeGron, thank you very much, Katie. We appreciate that. very much. They invested millions of dollars not to take people's kids. I can tell you how you can save all that money, quit taking kids, get rid of CPS. There is zero reason CPS should exist. Yes, you can quote me on that. Well, tell me, you don't know about the good people. That they could have handled that with police officers, which I think police officers need to be replaced with the militia, the real constitutional law enforcers. You don't think, listen, some of you dads out there listening to this, I know you're fuming like I am. I'm sitting here just steaming. You don't think you could handle this in your neighborhood if this came up? Really? And if it really is an abuse issue, isn't that a criminal issue? Why no charges? Well, because we don't want to draw attention to our crimes that we're committing against this family, that we're charging with whatever, that we haven't proven anything, but yet we're going to violate their fifth, the Fifth Amendment rights that are supposed to be protected under the Constitution that we're supposed to uphold. No, we've got this qualified immunity kind of like police officers do, and we can go and do this at will. And we could just, one of the people that took them can just adopt our kid, call them our daughter. I mean, ugh. The Second Amendment exists for a reason. That's all I'm going to say. It exists for a reason. Are there parents who mistreat their kids? Yep. There are. Not denying that. But if you have to hide behind attorneys, and if you have to hide behind, oh, well, this is secret because it involves a child. No, no, no. You need to give an answer to the community of what you're doing here. To these families. It is an attack on the family. CPS is an attack on the family. And I know there's some decent people who work at CPS who have no idea. They actually think they're helping people. They never go in. They take children any of this. They're administrative, whatever the case may be. I get that. But it's a thug organization, much like the FBI, that needs to be abolished, just like the rest of D.C. Well, Tim, they do some good things. Well, name them. Name them, and then name whether or not they're constitutional. That's the issue. Are they constitutional or are they biblical? Because I can tell you, taking people's kids from them, through under administrative law, making claims without two or three witnesses, which substantiate the matter, that's Old and New Testament, by the way, is unjust. It's unlawful. And yes, even in American government, in the state government's, It's unlawful. Why? Because our laws go back even to the Declaration of Independence and before that, the Mayflower Compact. I've shown you the certified copies of the law pointing back to the Bible as the foundation for why our laws should exist. Now, whether that's actually being done or not is another story, but we know that that's at least certified by our Congress. Some Almost 40 years ago, where they said our laws were based upon the laws of the Bible. What does the law say? Well, the law says if you're going to be stealing any of your brethren, the children of Israel, or I should say of America, South Carolina, Michigan, Virginia, wherever you're at, and make merchandise of him and selleth him, which is what they're doing, they're making money off of it, then that thief shall die. Not get a prison stint, not get life in prison, not... Do hard labor, they shall die. Let me tell you something. You start dealing with some people the way our the the men who came before us dealt with them over issues like this, or even what we played before. You know, the big story now is Paul Pelosi and his Sodomite buddy coming in attacking him with a hammer. No wonder Nancy Pelosi drinks so much. Our, fore, our forefathers dealt with those guys in a manner that they dealt with those who stole other people. They followed the Scriptures. They put them to death in the open, right in front of the crowd. Why? And I could read you some of these. I could read you some of these. Why did they do that? Because what the Bible says, that people may learn to fear the Lord. That they may learn to fear. And that you put the evil away from you. Good grief. This is not hard to understand. It's not something we want to do. I grant. And I've said it pl- plenty of times. People said you're bloodthirsty. No. I, I don't want to be a part of putting anybody to death. But the fact of the matter is, you've got people stealing children out of their homes. And I've been a dad that had to deal with CPS for nine or ten months straight every week. No logic. No nothing. And I'll tell you, it'll put you in a dark place. They didn't even take my kids. But they put some threats to bring lawyers against me and everything else. Said I said my, my wife and I were uh, guilty of medical neglect. They're liars. They're deceivers. They're thieves. They're kidnappers. Some of them are involved in... Raping these children, putting them in foster homes they know are bad, where the children are abused far more than whatever they're accusing families of. And I'm not saying all children who are taken out of them aren't being abused and, and stuff. And Give me a few minutes. We're going to carry over on the other side of the store, uh, other side of the, the end of the show here, sons of com. Bradley, will be with you at three, I think. If not, you'll get an education video on sons of We'll be back in the morning, six a.m., bright and early. Lord willing, talk to you then. See you. I knew the time was running out. Thank you, uh, music, for letting me know what was going on there. Uh, Those of you coming over from Red State Talk Radio, welcome. Just going to be a few minutes. I'm not going to go on very long, but I do want to finish up with this. If you want to read the lawsuit, again, this came out a couple of months ago. Um, So this isn't a thing that's being dropped you know, when there's an election, that's a couple of years off for DeSantis. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you can read that at com. We'll have a link to it in the archive. It's in the first uh, uh, deal that I had there. Okay, so you can um, you can pick that up. And you can see the complaint. And this was just with a few families here uh, at when we reported it just a couple of months ago. Now, it's grown. And WPT5, Katie Legron, the lady who was there at the end of the video. Here's the update she gives. Three months after investigative reporter Katie Legron and photojournalist Matthew Aptrock, I. I I hope I said his name correctly. Forgive me, Matthew, if I missed that. Were the first journalists to share a new lawsuit ac- accusing Florida's child welfare system of going out of its way to break families apart? 18 additional families have now joined the suit. Good for you. Look, there is strength in your numbers. And I want to say this, if anybody down there in Florida hears my voice, you need to get with these people. If you've been attacked this way, your children's been stolen from you, or even if they haven't, even if the threat's been made, even if CPS is in your own house, you need to get with these people and sign on to them and sign on with them. Here's what was said. Attorney uh, Valentina Villalobos with community law for families and children, said, people saw your story on the news, people said it happened to me. Yeah, it's happening to all kinds of people. And it's quiet. Why? Because Child Protective Services works under this administrative law, which is the same nonsense that they're doing to you at the airport if you go there, TSA. They're bypassing the protections you're supposed to have in the Fourth Amendment by saying, well, this is administrative law. We can search you. We can seize your stuff. We can do it all without a warrant or without probable cause. It's just if you want to get on an airplane, we can do this. And the people keep going to the airports. You keep going and going through it, and I don't care if you give him a tongue lashing or not. You keep doing it, and and what are you doing? You're giving lip service to, here's the law, and then you go right through and you submit to the tyrant. You're not standing against tyranny. You're putting up a front that you're against it while you're standing with it. While you're submitting to it. Oh my goodness. This is not hard to understand. It really isn't. It's like saying for the guy who comes up and wants to rob you. Puts a gun to your head. Give me your wallet. Don't you know this is wrong? The the Bible says this. The law says that. And then you hand him your wallet. You're submitting to the tyranny. This is why I praise God for all of you out there who when you were told to put on a, a face diaper, you told them where they could go. Or you didn't go there. Or you didn't participate in it. Good for you. When you were told to take the death shot and you said, I'll have my life and go work somewhere else or find something or whatever. Good for you. You are the people who are standing against tyranny. You are those who are standing for righteousness. You're the people who are doing it. Good for you. This also this attorney Valentina, uh, she said her phone hasn't stopped ringing. I can't even answer my own phone right now. I need an assistant screening my calls because she's got a lot of people in here. so they had eighteen families there were five initially you saw that you saw them uh, some of them in the report that I just played. Now they've got eighteen additional families twenty two total. Now claim Florida's Department of Children and Families, along with its child welfare partners, including Florida's Governor, Florida's uh, Surgeon General, and the head of state's Guardian Ad Litem Program, have all violated family rights by denying relatives custody of young family members who enter the state's care. Listen to me. This is the guy Ron DeSantis is being put up to take over the White House. And for all of you Q people and all of the people who are not Q people who understand the child trafficking issue, and again, I've said, the Q people and the Trump worshipers and all, I don't, I'm don't. i not looking at you as you're my, my enemies. I look at you as you've been deceived. And I'm trying to, hopefully by the power of the Spirit of God, open your eyes to what's going on there. This guy has been overseeing it. Well, he's telling you he's for parental rights. Remember that? He's told you that in education, but he keeps common Core and just changed the name. He's told you that about vaccines, but He's willing, if he declares a national emergency or a state emergency, that they can force vaccinate you and your kids. Same guy. And by the way, Mr. Wordworth made something at the beginning of the show I was going to make mention of. Ron DeSantis is clearly a Zionist in what he does. He's not even a border state guy and he went and looked at Israel's wall for that and he complains about the illegals and all but then he funnels them out. He helps facilitate the illegal alien invasion just like Greg Abbott does. How are those guys remaining in office the same way the Democrats stay in office? How does Lindsey Graham stay in office in my state of South Carolina? Same way Joe Biden's in the White House. Any thinking person would not vote for that open sodomite, Lindsey Graham. He's a traitor to the United States. He and John McCain were bosom buddies, and I probably am using that term very lightly, in arming sworn enemies of the United States. He's doing that. And here we have Ron DeSantis named, first and foremost, in this lawsuit. Do you know that Florida is the top U.S. state for medical kidnapping and child trafficking? Yep. That's exactly what's going on here. And there's a lot here. This, this stuff I borrowed heavily from uh, over at Brian, what's his name? Sohavi, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, Brian Sojavi over at uh, Health Impact News. He had a lot of this information that I went over to TV and uh, we, we borrowed from some of their stories in order that people can put these things together. Here's what he had to say. Florida is rapidly becoming the go-to state for people fleeing the rapidly decaying mega-urban centers in the U.S., and that includes some of the richest and most famous billionaires who have recently moved their residency to Florida, such as former President Donald Trump and Oracle founder Larry Ellison, among others. Even Ukraine president and alleged billionaire Vladimir Zelensky has a $35 million mansion in South Florida. You know, the birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Where he will undoubtedly retire to if the war in his country doesn't go his way. It's not a there's not a war. It's a propaganda piece. And with Wall Street mega bank criminals now starting their own virtual stock exchange, M-E-M-X, M E M X, I don't know what that is. I'm not really I'm not very savvy when it comes to Wall Street and stuff. It is probably only a matter of time before South Florida replaces New York's Wall Street. Now that I can see. Now I was down in Miami. I, I don't know, maybe almost 30 years ago. And while it's a nice place to visit, I wouldn't want to live there. Uh, but I saw the nightlife and I saw the Europeans who had come over and I saw the, the Muslim money that's down there in Southwest Florida. And yet the conservatives down there, the quote-unquote Republicans down there, are just as corrupt as the Democrats are. This is why they're the uniparty. They're not two different parties, they're the uniparty. Good cop, bad cop. That's what they are. But they're on the same police force. As the new residents of most of the world's billionaires and bankers who can just work online while hitting the Florida beaches. Tragically, one thing that seems to follow the rich and famous in this country is the problem of human trafficking. And specifically child sex trafficking, as even Jeffrey Epstein ran a major portion of his child sex trafficking operation through South Florida. Yeah, he did. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that guy, remember the guy who took over the Labor Department from Trump? Uh, Trump gave him that, that little deal? Yep, right out of Florida. He's the one who gave Epstein the Sweetheart deal. Don't tell me Donald Trump has nothing to do with it. Come on. He's the most smartest man in the world. He's the greatest president in human history, right? It, I mean, isn't that what he says? And and his, his worshipers and supporters don't discount that. They even regurgitate that crap. He plays 5D chess, Him, Don't you know he's making the moves and this, that, and the other? Well, does he not know what he's doing here with the children? Oh, no, he didn't know that. He had bad advice. Well, doesn't he know about the Second Amendment and the red flag? No, he had bad advice. Well, doesn't he know about the convives and the shots? No, he had bad advice. You see, there's always an excuse for a man who does what he does, and the people won't hold him accountable because they want to blame somebody else because they want their king. Just like the people of Israel, we don't we don't want you, God. Because we can't see you. We've seen all that you've done for us, but we can't see you. We want a king like everybody else. We want a corrupt man in your place. That's what they're saying. They won't say it with their mouth, but that is what they're saying. We want a corrupt man in the place, one that looks like us that we can see. Brian goes on and says, tragically, one thing that seems to follow rich and famous... Okay, we read that. As we have reported numerous times over the years, the number one source for child trafficking in the United States is the Corrupt Child Welfare Program. It's not some guy on the street grabbing your kid. It's the government stealing your kids. It fosters or it funds foster care and adoptions in the U.S. And look, there, there are some good foster families. I'm not I'm not discounting that. There are people who love kids, and they want to be a source of hope for that. I'm not attacking those people, but there's also a lot of people who think they can get their hands on kids, and they become foster families, and they have a perverted view of family. Some of them are sodomites. Some of them are lesbian. Some of them are twisted into all this other stuff, but they're still male and female, and they're still degenerates, and they want those kids. And thankfully, WPTV, unlike a lot of Southwest Florida outlets down there, are not cowards, at least on this story. Maybe they take some stuff I don't want to give them too much accolades. I don't know. But I can tell you this. When I had information that crimes were being committed by a sheriff down there in Lee County by the name of Carmine Mercino, when I had information regarding the judicial system, by the way, that's looking like that's going to be proven right too. I've been getting information from Ms. Williams over that uh, regarding one attorney who hasn't given an answer to the bar as to how he intercepted $300,000 of her money and gave it to the opposing attorney. And it's taken years for that to be shown up. I've given all that information to Ron DeSantis and Ashley Moody. To the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Oh, there's nothing to see here. There's no crime that's happened here. We don't need to see. We don't. There's nothing here that's enough for an investigation. That was the letters that we got back. That was the phone calls that I made that I heard from people. Well, how do you know unless you actually conduct an investigation? They don't want to investigate it. FDLE is just as corrupt as the office of the governor and as the office of the attorney general. This is why not only does DC need to be abolished, the people need to start looking at their states as well. I think you have if you want a whole if you want to have a government, you have it locally or people in your backyard, and they know if they step out of line, a hundred people are at their doorstep to make sure they get right back in line. That's what you do if you want that. But first, the people have to govern themselves. And how does that happen? How do people govern themselves? Well, the first thing is, is to understand that men are basically wicked. And if you're listening to me right now, and you say, well, that's not true. I do this, that, and the other, and I'm a good person. I want you to stop and think about something. Just want to challenge you. When you're all alone, what is it that you think about? When you have the opportunity to violate the moral law of God, let's say that you're out somewhere and you're all by yourself and, I don't know, guys, the strip joint's calling you or the um, uh, the, the, the pornographic movie's calling you or maybe the the prostitute's thing is up. I've, I've seen that in, uh, what was that at? Vegas. When I was 18, uh, my aunt took me out there and they had things in the, in the hotel rooms. You just... Call up to have a prostitute come to your room. It was crazy. How are you behaving that? What is your thoughts? Well, women, men, what is the deal when, when, when there's extra money there that the that, that, that cashier gives you? And you recognize, wait a minute, she gave me back too much or she didn't charge me enough. Do you just walk out and say, hmm, that's okay. Are you basically good or basically bad? Somebody says something at you that ticks you off, and you want to go. And if it weren't for the law, you'd take your gun and blow their head off. You're so angry. What does Jesus say about that? Hmm. Hate your brother in your heart without cause. Same as murder. That's where the seed bed is within the heart of man. Same thing happened with Eve. She saw that the fruit was good for for food. It's going to make you wise. Blah 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 blah. So that's what she's telling herself. That's all happening internally. And then she did the act. Man is basically evil. He's basically wicked. Now, we don't see a lot of that in our society. We see some of it. And we don't see a lot of it because we have what we call creature comforts. Everything is at our fingertips. You know, the modern church is like the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation. It says, we have need of nothing need of nothing. We're rich. We've got it taken care of, God. Don't worry about us. And yet they're poor and destitute, blind and naked, Jesus says. Is this what we become? Those who sit back while other families are destroyed, children are taken from them, and we won't stand with them against the tyrants of the state? Is that what we become? Yep. Which makes us what? Not good people. It makes us wicked people. It makes us cowards in many areas. Oh, we're in need. Serious need. Of the gift of repentance from God. And that comes through the person of Jesus Christ. This weekend, I'm going to close with this. This weekend, uh, my son-in-law got to have a conversation. One of my other sons, he was about to fall asleep and so was I. Uh, But I am very thankful that we had the conversation we had. And it was on some eschatological issues. I haven't fully hammered all those things got down. But I can tell you this. I was challenged by it. I was convicted of certain things within my own life. I'm thankful for those kind of conversations. Now, we were up to four in the morning. It was rough getting up the next day. But I'm thankful for those conversations because I believe that's the work of the Spirit of God. We've got to have those conversations to drive each other, as the Bible says, to spur one another on to love and good works. And part of the issue is, those of us who name the name of Christ, we've got to be repentant to. We've got to and we've got to start standing in the gap. These families where CPS is coming in, they we need to know them well enough to where we can go and stand and interpose ourselves in between them. You start getting 20, 50, 100 men who interpose themselves in the yards of those CPSs attacking, and you'll see that back off real, real quick. You will. You will. Keep that in mind in the days ahead when they're telling you how good Ronnie is or Donnie, Ronnie and Donnie, whoever, Joe Biden, how good he is. You guys already know that. That's why I don't really get on with the issue of Joe Biden. Everybody listening to me already thinks what bad that Joe Biden's bad guy. Kamala Harris, Nancy. They already think that. I don't have to convince you of that. The harder part is convincing you of the guy who's the devil, who disguises himself as an angel of light. Guys, I hope you have a great day. Uh, Bradley be with you at 3, I think. If not, we'll have a educational video up at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and uh, we'll be back in, with you in the morning. Don't know exactly what we're going to do, but we're going to have some guests this week, I believe, and one of them I'm really excited about because I think he's going to bring a whole nother perspective for many of you out there uh, later this week. Anyway, we'll talk to you in the morning at 6 a.m., Lord willing. See you then.